1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Purpose Driven Sobriety. Thank you for joining the Purpose Driven Sobriety Podcast. My name is Christine and I'm an alcoholic. Um, I want to thank a special friend for sponsoring this episode. Um, You know who you are. I love this lady with all of my heart. She uh, chooses to remain anonymous, um, but I appreciate you and and all you do for us in recovery. So today we are doing purpose driven topics with Jennifer, my fur fur. Jen and I have, have been friends for um, probably about 15 years now, yeah. huh? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Jen's been on the show before, so you can go back and listen mm-hmm. to previous episodes with with Jennifer H. Um, H. is um, how you would find that. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to pull topics out of the fishbowl. And these are topics that are related to recovery, and we'll just round robin, and um, wherever the spirit leads us is where we'll go. Okay. So, um, I, since you're my, my oh, precious goody. guest, you get to go first. Yay! All right. Kay. Okay. Here, I go. here we go. Oh Drumroll, please. Okay. There we go. Family relationships. A B. Yeah.
0: I always pull a doozy the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the heavy ones. Oh no, right. Family relationships. Oh, those aren't easy. Uh-uh. Um but I I think there's been a lot of uh, restoration in that area. Yeah. And um
1: uh you know let's say ha- how long have you been sober?
0: Sixteen. So- I'm yeah, so I'm Jennifer. I'm a grateful alcoholic. Oh, I've j- been sober since September seventh of 07. Okay, got it. So sixteen years. And it's still. I want to say that this is still happening. This is still the promise. Oh, wait, are everything
1: st- should be perfect after 16 <laughs> years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What's right. what's? See, that's that's the misnomer. I mean, right. cause I'll have 12 this coming March, and and people think, well, you, what's your problem? Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't think I would. I could get 16 years to begin with, but 16 minutes. Uh, right. And uh, in the beginning, especially, and I was hopeful that I would. Um, I just wanted to go from, you know, one day sober to 20 years mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not possible. But family relationships have been hard. I mean, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of reparation, a lot of um, – I was thinking about this this morning. You you helped me a lot with um, something. Um, I know you have overcome a lot in relationships, and um, – you told me one time I came to you and I was bawling and I was uh, talking about a family member and you said to me, uh, "Your job is to love them." And I, I have always heard that and I, you know, I believe that. I believe that from practicing the principles, reading the book, uh, reading the big, big book, but. To put it into practice is something different. Mm. So from that moment forward, I made a decision that even though I was having uh, difficulties with this person, that I was going to show them how much I love them and how grateful I was for them. Mm -hmm. And that was something I had never thought of before or done before. I mean, it just, family relationships were difficult because I was difficult. I was, uh, um, uh, just a kid. I was a kid. I was immature. And, uh, I had a friend, um, a client actually, she and I were talking about this very thing this week, how, um, you know, we, you know, I'd often get the, the talk. I'm really concerned about you, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah <laughs> mm-hmm. talk. And, you know, I would just cringe, you know, and, um, But after, uh, you know, being in sobriety and and really trying to become an adult in sobriety and and act mature and and begin to take responsibility for my life and for myself and for my recovery, you know, and realizing that others weren't to blame, Mm -hmm. um, it was easier to not be defensive with my family when they would call me on the carpet with something. And, um, you know... I don't want to be called on the carpet. I Mm -hmm. don't want to be, you know, held to anything. It's easier to get that from you and, Mm -hmm. you know, my friend in recovery than it is from my family. Right. Uh, Because I feel like a little girl, you know, uh, sometimes in my family. Um, But I think that, you know, one of the things, and this is a big leap, but one of the things that I've learned the most is that when you, when you become more dependent on God or your higher power, and less dependent on people, it's easier to be corrected from your family. It's easier to accept criticism. It's easier to uh, not blame them and, you know, uh, try to get their approval all the time. So, you know, it's a process of growing up in this program. Mm. I mean, they say what when you start drinking is when you stop growing. Right. I mean, I had my first drink at five, so, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, there are elements there of being a five-year-old,
1: um, emotionally, emotionally.
0: Mm -hmm. and, um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, family relationships are hard. I think the hardest one for me is still my core people, you know, my husband and my child, you know, and, um, and accepting, accepting myself for exactly where I am. Um, and accepting them exactly where they are and loving them anyway. Um, and that's a, you know, that's a whole new level of maturity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really nice to feel that feeling of love even when, you know, he's being a jerk. Right. You know, it's still really, it's, that's a new thing for me um, to allow... Allow him to be a jerk because I know I'm a jerk sometimes, and he still loves me. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just a it's a process. It's a day to day process, and it's more about it's continuing to to walk this path, continue to accept responsibility for my own words, thoughts, and actions, and trying to um, depend on a higher power who and be obedient. So I, you know, it's, it's real, it's a new way. It's a really new way. I I feel like a baby in a lot of respects in this matter, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, um,
1: yeah. One of the, one of the things that I have, I have been learning and realizing is that you cannot give away what you don't have, Mm -hmm. Right. So forgiveness, mm-hmm. grace, understanding, yeah. love, mm-hmm. um, compassion, empathy. Empathy is a new, is, was a new word for me. Because all I knew was sympathy. Oh, poor you. Yeah. Bless your heart. You know, <laughs> um, but, but like there are a couple of people in my family that um, you know, the the relationship is null and void. Um, you know, for now, who knows what God's going to do with that? But what I've learned is 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 that um, I can't I can't give I can't give understanding and empathy. It's, here's let me let me rephrase that. I can't give away what I don't have for myself. Mm-hmm. If I don't have love for myself, I can't give love away. Right. If I don't have compassion for myself, I can't give it away. If I don't have empathy mm-hmm. for myself, I can't give that away. And, um, you know, in my humble opinion, these two people are are still spiritually sick. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But I, I, I don't have any resentment, animosity, because I, I know where I know that I am still spiritually sick. I mean I'm I, I take my medicine, which is the program of recovery, um, but but I, I, I see them. I, yeah. see, I see the 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 hurt and the and the whatever. Um, and, it, it, and and also to flip that around, you can't receive mm-hmm. what's not already in you. So that if anger is directed towards you for something, who, someone you are, or something you've done, and it's not true, mm-hmm. if you're if you're living a relatively spiritually healthy life, that that can't get inside, that can't soak in, and you can't absorb that. Mm-hmm. It's like you can sit here and say I'm a lying thief, but that's just that's not true. So I I, I wouldn't internalize that, right? Because it's just not true, mm-hmm. right? And if you're living in truth um you know re- relationships re- you know i'm going to project on you s- how i'm feeling about myself yeah. and 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 when you say something to me and if I take it offensively, that's on me. Mm-hmm. That's there's something inside of me that's like, mm, you know, either there's truth to that or I'm just so wounded regarding something else that no matter what you said, I would take it as a, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm I'm getting even deeper into <laughs> into I know, into how those relationships work. And here's what I've come to realize the the yeah, lay it the, on me. One of the biggest things, and it's you know, it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. This life is not a team sport. Mm-mm. I'm not going to heaven with my husband. Probably not at the same time. I probably will see him there, yeah. right? I'm not going to heaven with my children, with my parents, with, with, I'm not, it's me. Yeah. yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I'm selfish. That just means that I need to make sure that me, I, me, person, human being, soul, spirit, whatever you want to say, is okay, mm-hmm. has done the deal, is doing the deal. You know what I mean? Um, and everything else, as long as I'm doing that, everything else just seems to, the puzzle pieces just seem to fit on down the path. Mm-hmm. They're they're complicated, you know. I thought when I stopped drinking, everybody would just go, "Yay! If we're, it's all better now. Right? Everything's Every, fixed. Let's just have Thanksgiving." And yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out like that. Yeah. You know, um, I had people that came into recovery with me, and I have some that have that have not, and and I, I can't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. I just have to love them where they are and yeah. let God do what God's gonna do. So, okay, enough about that. We don't want to talk okay, about that anymore. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is wrong with us? Is
0: it is it?
1: You're not going to appreciate it. Okay, what is it?
0: Character defects. Ew. oh I thought it said chocolate something. No, <laughs> I wish it said, I
1: wish it said, ooh, yummy. Character defects. I think we need to add chocolate something in. You know what? In. I was thinking about that this uh, morning. Character, Character defects. defects. I have them. I have a shit ton of them. Yeah. And they're, you know... It is what it is, and but the fact of the matter is and that I'm so grateful for is that I, um, I know I have them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a solution. What do you think
0: your What do you think your your most prominent defects
1: of character are? What do you think that is? It would have to be ego. Mm-hmm. I have to keep my ego in check, you know. And it's one of those things that I don't think that God gets upset with me when I'm proud of myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need a pop tart. Um, <laughs> that, that's an inside joke. My stomach's growling. Anyway, go back to see, listen to a previous Mike, show. Mike, Pop-Tart, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> um... Uh, but, but 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 I I have to keep that in check because, and I've said this about this show even, if I'm not careful, I will make this show about me. Mm-hmm. And it's not about no, me. Not. I don't want it to be anything about me. That's why I've not paid a penny to produce this show, to yep. put this show out to anybody. Um, and all of the listeners that, that love it have contributed to pay for episodes because if I pay for it, I'm going to take possession of it. Sure. And I just know me well enough to know that. And whenever I've done that, like we're doing, we're currently doing Operation Sober Santa. Um, so yeah, which is where we are, we have taken donations and are taking donations and we will supply Christmas care packages for people, residents in local sober living houses. And the deal is, is if I'm not careful, I'll make that about me. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I know that that's probably my number one character defect But I also know that, A, I have a solution. B, I keep Mm -hmm. people close enough by me that will gently steer me away from making things about me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's what keeps, um, that's what keeps the, I call it magic. I know it's not magic, but you know what I mean. In my life happening, the beautiful things that are this podcast, that are this Operation Sober Santa, that are the contributions that, that I'm able to make to other people that have, I literally can't claim, I can't claim the results because it wasn't me, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, that, what would you say is your biggest character?
0: (laughs) It depends on who you ask.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm asking you.
0: So, yeah, I think my husband would come up with a different answer. But I, I, lately it's been irritability. Um, oh, so, I get that way too. Yeah, I get, I've just been snarky. I don't like, like the way he cheeses yeah, food sometimes. Mm, yeah, and so. Um, do you have
1: to eat? <laughs> do you have to eat? I mean, sometimes he breathes too loud well too. Yeah,
0: I know. Mine grinds his teeth God, in the
1: middle of the night. you need to blow night? your nose yeah. or something? Is there a boogie <laughs> up there
0: that like, eh? <laughs> Yeah, because I, hope I have, he doesn't so listen to the goes back to family relationships. Car- <laughs> Maybe yeah,
1: we need to. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. So no, character
0: the, defects. The thing about this is that, you know, it made me think about, um, you know, early on when my sponsor, when I would call my sponsor and gripe about that person or this person or whatever, you know, because we do that. That's what we do. We call our sponsor and like, you got to. S- yeah, just <laughs> bleh, vomit it up. And, and it, yeah, and so, you know, now being a sponsor, having sponsored many women, you know, it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, but what she said to me that just really stopped me in my tracks was, uh, I don't remember what I was grappling about, honestly, something about somebody in my family, I'm sure. Uh, and she said to me, oh, I'm glad um, you don't have that trait. I was like, What? and it, it you know honestly it never dawned on me to look at myself first you know it was like I, I, that was that seemed like because it was like in the moment it wasn't in retrospect you know whatever but it was like oh they did this to me you know trauma blah uh it was in the moment and it was like oh i'm glad you've never done that before
1: that was so just So is that harsh. one of those, if you spot it, you got it Yes, kind of and You know that whole, if you got
0: that. one finger sticking out. Yeah. J- Josie came home with that the Ooh. other day.
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: she's like, you have to karate chop people when you're going to die You, you know. Like, yeah, that's right. Um, but, um I guess that was the first time. I don't know why my sponsor, whenever she says stuff like that, it's like a megaphone in my ear. From like then on, and you then know, it's like and whenever it mirror
1: when pops it, up when it
0: comes up, I'm like hearing her and she's not even there, you know. And um, it's just magical that way. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, irritability is one of them lately. Um, so you know, like these when these crop up, you know, we had we ask God to remove it and it. And I, I forget that I'm I'm not running the show, I'm not running the show. Uh, another one is um mm, disobedience, you know, because I I can get onto social media instead of doing my prayer, and spending adequate enough time, you know, with him mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. and um and it that's just disobedience. That's there's just nothing you know, foofy about that. Mm-hmm. That's just downright disobedience, and I'm like
1: yeah you know. <coughs> going back to what you're saying about irritability um Bob darrell which uh, if you're listening Bob darrell I'm trying to get him on the show he he does one of those he's on one of the speaker we call him speaker tape still uh, that I've been listening to for quite a while and he introduces himself by his, with his last name so I'm not revealing anything um, but he he tells a story of a guy that he was sponsoring that he was just crotchety and growly all the time, you know, and, and he – I can't remember his exact words, but, you know, he's always taking everybody else's inventory. And, and, uh, and one day Bob said to him, he said, you know, I, I, here, here's what, what I think you should do. And the guy's like, yeah, what should I do? And he said, I, I, I want you to go home and pray. And you know, what, what what should I pray? And he said, I want you to pray that tomorrow God gives you the grace and the judgment that you've given other people today. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> he said, and then he gave him a big. He said he starts walking away, and he said across the parking lot he hears "f you," you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Because uh, he knew what that meant. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, what if, you know, God treated you exactly the way you treated Ouch. that waitress or that waiter or that yeah. clerk that maybe lost a loved one yesterday or, mm-hmm. you know, what that, yeah, ooh, that just resonated with me. And I thought, ooh, sometimes I would never want to pray that. Mm-mm. I would not want to pray that.
0: Right. Yeah, I have to be careful. And mm-hmm. the negativity, yeah, that brings up negativity. So I have to, yeah, so like, what do I do with that? I think that's the big question. What do you do with that when you when you when it pops up, you know? And I mean, I, I think we have to have people outside of ourselves
1: we can talk to about that, that you've to given point the out authority, that you have given the authority to. Well, See, that's the big difference, which is, you were just talking about. The, yeah, the, that you know, a sponsor can say something to you, but if your husband said that same thing to you, you claw his eyeballs out. Right, and I guess, and I, I'm not there yet, but. I guess the idea is
0: that we're so open that we can't accept criticism from anybody. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And, uh, yeah. So no. I'm not there yet, <laughs> no. but yeah. Yeah. Don't no. even think about it. You know who you are, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, it's okay. It is. it. So the question is, are, is it true? you know like what whatever is being said is it true mm-hmm. are they is that, is that true about me and there've been times where it's like that's not even true about me that's them that's their fear right. that's projecting their stuff, yeah you know and so but, like, sometimes it is true. And, and it's sometimes like,
1: even when you say, is you're, you're asking yourself, is it true? Sometimes I, I lie to me a lot. I lie <laughs> to me more. I haven't lied to a single human being since March 14, 2012 at approximately 1130 a.m. But I will lie to myself all day, every day. So that's where, again, I have to check with mm. someone I've given the authority to tell me the truth. This was said to me. This is what I think. What's the truth? Yeah. And and it takes a lot to uncover,
0: you know, yeah. the bo- what's at the bottom of that. But... But it, again, spon- good sponsorship, you know, my sponsor would say, well, you know, I, I remember I had a a, a sponsee call me one day and she accused me of something or made a statement about me and I was offended and upset and all of that. It was just like, what, you know, what I normally do. Yeah. And I, so I called my sponsor and she's like, well, I mean, is it, is that even true about you? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, why are you wearing it like it is? Why are yeah. And I'm like, What? And I'm like, she's like, well, you've just taken whatever she said and put it on and you're defending yourself like it is true. So either it is true or that's like really sick. (laughs) You're doing something that's not not your stuff. But you want to convince,
1: you want to convince that person. Because see, I deal with that with my family members too. You want to convince that person that they're wrong. Yeah. Like, don't Which you is see? Which insanity yeah, when you think about it.
0: It is. And I don't, so that, t- I mean, like the level of control, you know? Oh. Like, yeah, like the the tentacles,
1: like. I want to control from, what you think about yes, me, what and, you say about me. What
0: I have to, the way I want you to perceive me. And that that used to be really big in my life. It's exhausting. Really big in my life. It's exhausting. It is, and it's very manipulative, and it's very, I mean, it's just all sorts of spiritual sickness. Mm-hmm. and And I don't want any of that. It's like. you know, I, there are plenty of people who don't like me. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I'm learning how to live with that, you know, and be okay with that. Um, but I don't have to wear your truth, right. You know, or your perception either. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know, I know who I am today better than I've ever known myself to be. And I feel, (laughs) I feel like I'm on the right walk. Do I do it perfectly every day? I don't know, but no one does it. No one else does either. Right? You know,
1: we're all just trying to walk a walk. So you know. Okay, your do, turn. Okay, do a good one, Jennifer. Come on, come on. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> what hatred? <laughs> what the f- actual? Did you put this? I in did here? not. I swear, there's good ones <laughs> in here. Oh yeah. Okay, hatred. I we're not allowed. Like, we're not allowed. Yeah, I'm
0: not. I don't. I can't even be like it says. I can't even afford it. Anger. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Shit. Like, this is even like okay. I had there have been times where I have felt that before. Oh, me too. Oh, and um, and then I, you know, and and then I, it's kind of like I'm reminded. It's kind of like what you said. And it's for good reason, you know, it's like hatred. I mean, like hating somebody, you know, like I can always justify that, right? Like they did the most despicable thing Mm -hmm. to me or my kid, you know, Mm -hmm. and they get what they deserve until I go to a meeting or I go talk to somebody about it or, you know, my sponsor or somebody else. And they say, you know, they're God's kids too.
1: And God wanna, loves them as much. I hate that. <laughs> I hate. There's ha, I hatred that the God loves them as much as He loves me. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, yeah. that's. Well, okay. So here's an
0: example. So I was in a in a meeting and I um, uh, was really struggling with my then ex husband who was doing a lot of things to our daughter that I didn't agree, you know, like I full on despised him for. Mm-hmm. And, um, there were some, some pretty, there was some pretty rough things. Um, <clears throat> and I went to a meeting and I, you know, I kept, I knew it was wrong to hate him or despise him. I knew that, you know, my, my program of ethics doesn't allow me to do that mm-hmm. to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was beyond the, what would Jesus do? <laughs> you know, it was just right. like beyond that, because this is my kid. This is like, this is the, you know, the thing that means the most. And so I went to a meeting, and there was a man uh, there in a meeting, and I actually thanked him recently um, at our Spring Fling. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a man in a meeting, and I went up to him uh, later and, and thanked him. Uh, but he was saying, you know— If you're wishing for or hoping for the worst for somebody because you hate them so much, you know, remember that, you know, it's not going to be good for you or for anybody Mm -hmm. to do that. So, like, the best outcome is to pray for them, right? It's to pray for them so that they get better. Not that they get worse. Right. And I feel like hatred is a prayer for people to get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, that it changed my perspective on that. And, and I really felt like, uh, so I knew it was wrong to hate him. But after that meeting, it was like, okay, I know what I need to be doing now. I need to be praying for him. Because not praying for him isn't going to help him. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make him better. Well, and
1: it's not going to help you, too. I mean, well, you sure, know, yeah. just, just like we were just talking about, you know, you, you can't give away what you don't have. And and also you do give away what you have. Yeah. So if you're carrying hatred into the restaurant and this waitress drops something or has your food wrong, do you think you'll hand, handle her with just as much grace as you would if you went as a happy person? Yeah. You know what I mean? I well, mean, so that it it oozes out on all of that. Whatever's in you is gonna ooze out onto well, the people you love. Well, I had a little girl who's watching me. Yeah. You
0: know, and like, do I want to teach her to hate? Mm-hmm. Do I want to teach her that? And can, is that something I can really cover up?
1: Mm-hmm. No, Mm-mm. you can't cover up. You think you can, just like we did our yeah, drinking. But mm-hmm. you know,
0: people who have that darkness, and the people who have light. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, um, and I want to be around the people who have light. Amen. <clears> so,
1: okay. What of that? Did you talk about that? Huh? Did you talk? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh. Basically, during that whole thing. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. Okay. Service. Oh, <gasps>
0: well, I like service. Yeah. Service is okay. good.
1: It, 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 I didn't like it before, and mm-hmm. I like it now. Yeah. Well, um, let, let, let's let tell the full truth about
0: that. I remember there were times where you people would ask you to speak and you would say no, no.
1: no. no and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, my first um, nine and a half years. 10 years, um, I refused to tell my story and it wasn't a, oh, I don't want to, it. it was just a, no, thank you. I don't mm-hmm. need to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need to do That's all right. Thanks anyway. You know, yeah. kind of thing. And I remember the first time I told my story at our home group, mm-hmm. um, I was, I mean, I was a vomit ball of mess. I was, my hands were sweaty. My mouth was so dry. I couldn't even talk. Mm-hmm. It was, it was insanity. Um, so I did it, but I did it. I was a brave little, little little person, and I did it. And I swore I'd never do it again. Yeah, ever do it again. So let's go to the first part of this year, <laughs> and and you. my and, and I can't remember what the situation was, but it was the very first part of this year, and I made an agreement with God that I would not say no from this point on. If someone asked me to speak or do something of service, I would not say no. I would make myself do it, you know? And lo and behold, February, I spoke at the International Women's AA Conference in Dallas, Texas. and it was, I didn't die. Mm-hmm. I, and I was shocked that I didn't die. And there was all these beautiful, which we can get into that later. There were all these beautiful lessons that happened there that just, God just showed up and was like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. You know, and then you, I mean, other people had suggested this, but you tend to be a little bit more in my face <laughs> about, doing, next about doing this <laughs> podcast, yeah. you know, and look what God has done with that. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I don't know what the heck he wants me to do mm-hmm. from any point on I'm just willing. Yeah. And 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 when when he calls you up, man, get ready. Yeah. Cuz it's the ride of your life and it's the most beautiful thing that you'll do. So that's I yeah, I it's um <clears throat> it's not about me. It's yeah. not about me. Uh-uh. No. which makes me really sad and just glorious all at the same time, because I don't want it to be about anything mm-hmm. to be about me. Right. Because well, I'll screw I mean, it up. You know, I mean.
0: <laughs> I'll Sometimes, screw it up yeah. when
1: I stand back and and just, yeah, it's just the <laughs> lessons that I've learned, especially just over this past year, have just been, just, I, I can't even. Yeah. I can't even. It's
0: getting out of the way, getting out of the way of God. And just being willing.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Just showing up. Yeah. Um, service is it, – it, so I've had to do different types of service, right? And um, I can't always sponsor people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have sponsored people. I am sponsoring right now. But I uh, – and I feel like the most growth I get is when I take them through the steps. Absolutely, hands down. Um, but I also feel like service can also be, you know, being on the board of your, you know, home group. Oh, sure. You know, or – Volunteering for a
1: conference, or you know, whatever. Well, it doesn't even have to be program related. Right. I mean, the, the service oh, is just getting true. out of yourself and helping, yeah. helping Somebody someone. Else. If you're if a churchgoer or, or, your, or, or a family member, yeah. if they need groceries picked up, I mean, that's that's or service just, too.
0: And I, you know, it, it, it. I didn't think that I could be of help to anybody. Like I, like, I guess I, as I grew in the program, I became more secure in the knowledge of I am I am my own expert on my own alcoholism you know and so that is you know I could look back and I could see I could see the disease in every aspect right and I could share that and I can share recovery but I didn't know that then. I couldn't even wrap my head around alcoholism. And I, I mean, I've been around this program forever, mm-hmm. you know, it, because my parents were in the program. Mm-hmm. But I really, until I went through it and I experienced it and, um, you know, had to fail, you know, that's when I, that's when I realized what this program was really about. And, and then being able to share that, you know, going through the steps and then sharing that over and over and over and over again. With people, I mean, I, I don't even know. I used to go. Uh, we used to go out to um, the ranch. Now mm-hmm. it's shut down. Mm-hmm. And we would we would take meetings out there. And from that, I would, I would take women through their first, you know, five steps. Right. You know, and and usually that was about the time when they would leave. But I, the days that I didn't have Josie, I would go out there and and I would listen to someone's fourth step. We would do a fifth step together all day. You know, and that's how I. Uh, really understood my own alcoholism was listening to other people who shared their stories about themselves Mm -hmm. and their own alcoholism and how similar we were you know um, I it was just that I was more sober than they were and just a little bit ahead but um, but service gets me out of myself every time so like the you know when I go through periods in my in my business where it's like it's real roller coaster it's up and down you know I have two businesses and It's up and down, and, you know, when all else fails, you know, get to work with another alcoholic. Right. You know, and and every single time when I've done that, you know, God works out my time, and I grow. Mm -hmm. There's some way I grow, Mm -hmm. so, um, and then I get busy again, you know, so...
1: Well, and, and we get so much more out of it, especially when, in helping another alcoholic. Oh, for than, sure. Than than that person ever would. I mean, that's the beauty of this and watching deal. them like the light come. Blo- oh, oh my gosh, it's so awesome!
0: And yeah. then and then encouraging them right that there. you've you've got to turn around and do that for somebody else, mm-hmm. more than one somebody's. But like you've got to get busy doing mm-hmm. this because you've got to give it away to keep it.
1: Oh well, when, when I get someone to the ninth step, that's when I I insist oh, that yeah. they be open to taking on a sponsee. Absolutely. That that because because it's a I think that that's when they're primed. But b when you see someone coming up behind you, you're going to get on yeah. through the steps. Well, until 11, I mean? and
0: twelve, you're going to work every day, right? You
1: know? So right. I mean,
0: you're you're going to continue on with that, and mm-hmm. so um, and now I can say I have a grand sponsee now. I now. Um, oh, and she that was great because in the meeting yesterday. Uh, talking about, like, doing, you know, um, showing people that it can be done. She got her nine-month chip, and she said, she made the statement, while well, somebody, meaning her sponsor, told me that it's not for you. It's for everybody else to mm-hmm. see, you know,
1: mm-hmm. uh, give to give hope. I that mean, person really, who's coming in for their third for, or fourth day or can, third re, or fourth, can fourth week. Can relate to
0: somebody who's nine months over versus somebody like me who's 16 years. Right. You know, it's like the the newer I mean, like they are the most important people in the rooms. The newer the better. It's like you got a day fabulous, you know, like we're gonna
1: walk it through together. Mm-hmm. you know. So that um, bugs me when people say that though. what that the new people are the most important. In the room. <laughs> I don't agree. You don't agree. I don't then. agree. I th- I think we're equally. I okay. think we're equally. All right. All right then. I yeah. That but someone said that the other day, and I thought, no, they're not. They're they're important, definitely. I
0: just okay. So so <coughs> in context. So when I was when I got that first year, because my ego was so big i felt like i had won an academy award oh i did too I a yeah won party. i remember and you played us didn't you play a song i think <laughs> i did like as i'm entering the room like a rocky song or something yeah. <laughs> you know? and so and that's a lot to celebrate it's like you know every day in that first year that you're sober is a party day mm-hmm. i mean that's like a Miracle. you know like wow
1: um
0: yeah and so um but like that i mean like, I expected nothing less than a standing ovation, you right. know, because it's like, look what I did, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and it was, it was, a, it truly felt like I had arrived and, um, I mean, I still feel, I'm very grateful for my, for my sobriety every day of my sobriety. Uh, but I, I, I just remember having, you know, the, to me, it, it, the celebration need to equal my ego, <laughs>
1: It just and it like, so didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't. It's high expectations equals yeah. low serenity. That I, thing. That I have a lot.
0: Okay. So character defect, humility being one of them. I'm, I go back and forth with that
1: one. So. Okay. Is it your turn? Or I don't turn? know. Uh, did you just Wait a it? minute. No. you. you did what? you just, what was the last one? Uh, you did service. Okay. It's your turn. I'm just making sure. Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Temptation. Golly, yeah. I feel like God's trying to say something to me right? today. <laughs> we need to add those. We need
1: to line those up and make a sentence out of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> line temptation. these things up, and make mm. a sentence. <laughs> um, okay, temptation. Well, I was tempted to drink until I did. I started getting busy with the steps. Let's let's relate, to how, to how, relate that to how I drank. Um, I couldn't avoid. I couldn't avoid it. I could not avoid temptation. I felt. I felt the need um, before I got sober and started working the steps. And even in those first two weeks, my gosh, you know, it was like the temptation to drink was so strong. It was just like, because I was withdrawing. I mean, in my I was still craving Physical it. Temp- yeah. You know, and my mind, of course, I still had the obsession of the mind going, <coughs> you know, and nothing, I, I didn't feel like anything new had happened to me, you mm-hmm. know. And the truth be told, very little new had happened to me. I just got I went to meetings and um, <clears throat> but it wasn't until wasn't really until I worked my third step that I've talked about before with my sponsor that you know steps one two and three that um, that I felt the temptation removed uh, to drink and that was probably the biggest miracle at that point um, well along with God talking to me directly uh, that you know him you know Asking him the question, having him answer. That was probably the biggest uh, um, promise to come true, you know, like that we're not avoiding temptation, you know. Um, But I have temptations for other things now.
1: Even, I was
0: going to say, yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, so temptation
0: doesn't go away, but it's just – Maybe transferred to other objects or things,
1: or even so. Would you say what you were just talking about, or is it this? Because I'm just asking, is it the same thing? The obsession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that the is that the same thing? Well, is it temptation that so like
0: temptation is like when uh, for me when um, being in the presence of alcohol and not not. One of the older ladies in our group at one point was talking about how she was. Um, she could hear alcohol calling her like there was beer in the refrigerator it was calling her name and I knew exactly what she felt about I mean I was like yeah you Mm -hmm. know like when there's alcohol in the room and that temptation is there Mm -hmm. Um, and then it can turn into that obsession like you know well maybe I'll just you know have one use the lie right uh-huh. maybe i'll just have one drink and uh-huh. you know it's i mean it'll be okay this time you know right. and so like that temptation draws us in or draws me in the obsession takes over god gotcha. that's how i see it i don't know <clears throat>
1: yeah it, yeah that and that was also that was also a thing with me. i still to this day almost 12 years later i i i i'm sure i could i i won't have it in my house yeah that, yeah. that 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 is my safe place. Yep. I can go mm-hmm. anywhere. I'll go buy it for you. If you're having a party or you need me to pick it up, oh, not a problem. Or if you have it right beside me, I'll go get it for you. In my home, mm-hmm. I can't have it. Yeah, I just can't have it. Well, that, that needs to be, for me, a <clears throat> a pure, <throat> yeah. pure safe yeah.
0: place for me. Well, we don't either. We don't have it in our home. And um, uh, there was a time when there was, uh, I don't know, a bottle of scotch that my husband had gotten from work or some i don't remember who gave it to him it was in the garage forever and i said could you just go ahead and give that away to you know mm-hmm. our son and just get rid of it and i think he did so um there's no there's no alcohol in the house either but i've got i've been places where Uh, you know, like alcohol is served and I'm not tempted Mm -mm. at all. It really, I do feel like I've been placed in a position of neutrality, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't mean to sound so, you know, catchphrase or whatever, but it really is, um, that is a promise that has come true. Right. I don't feel that pull, you know, and then, um, because I already know, I'm already aware that, yeah, I'm a a big fat liar. Mm -hmm. I will lie to myself if Mm -hmm. I start, if I start that, I know where I'll end up. Right. I know that I have the allergy. I know that I have the uh, mental obsession. And that's going to, I'm going to go right back there. Mm -hmm. So I can't drink. I can't, you know, like, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't come, you know, a lot of people come to AA to manage their drinking.
1: Well, that's what I thought. I oh, See, yeah. I fully expected well, I had no them delusion to teach that. me how to, tra- how to drink properly, <laughs> and they failed miserably <laughs> at it. Yeah. I figured, you know, they was, there was some kind of a secret or some kind of a little therapy session or something <laughs> that they would. Because the if you'd yeah. ask me why did, you, why did you drink the way you did last night, I would tell you all kinds of reasons. Yeah. But when you remove those problems, I should be able to drink fine, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't, I had no delusion of that because my parents had been in AA and they didn't drink and when someone slipped and started drinking again, everybody knew, you know, that, yeah, it hadn't gotten any better, Mm-mm. you know, so, um, so I kind of knew that I was on the up and up and it, it took me a long time to come back because for that very reason. It was mm-hmm. like, I, i'm not i'm not gonna give up alcohol for my life you know for the rest of my life right you know and then we and then we find out it's just one day at a time
1: mm-hmm. one day
0: at a time and my life has gotten so good i mean oh my gosh there's so much good going on in my life and yeah, i have highs and lows but and everybody else does too but right. but there is a lot of good so what was the cool. topic i don't
1: know it's we're we're moving we're moving on to bigger okay. and better things yeah let's go to the very bottom Courage. Oh,
0: okay, yay. Courage. I like courage.
1: Um, I don't have courage. What? I have a willingness.
0: Yeah.
1: I have a willingness and a trust that, for me, I am willing to do whatever God directs me to do, and I have a trust that he will give me the ability to do that when the time is proper. hmm you know, in our in our literature, it, it, you know, in how it works, it says, um, may you find uh, uh, that one is God. May you find him now now, which mm-hmm. is where I never am. Mm-hmm. I'm never, mm-hmm. ever in now. I'm in yesterday mm-hmm. or I'm in next Tuesday right. or Friday or next. what? You know, I'm never in the now. And that that is the only place that God says you will find me.
0: Okay, so I'm probably going to get this wrong, but the, but the origin of the word courage comes from French, uh, core, uh, and there's probably a Latin and probably some other languages that, that came from, too. But, um, but it means heart. So doing things with heart
1: or... Really? Yeah. Well, you think... Well, yeah. And love. Well, even... Mm-hmm. Well, same thing. Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you you see you see a burning house with a with a, ch- a child inside of it and you've got bystanders and a mother who's going to be running inside that well, it house. It doesn't feel like courage. You know? Like what no. you're talking about.
0: It doesn't feel like courage. It doesn't feel like you know, like there's a question that you wouldn't That you go, puff up your
1: chest and put your right? arms on your, you know, <laughs> right. and do the Superman pose. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, you're but right. But I,
0: I think a lot of people look at you and, and and think, you know, like that probably is one of your better attributes. You know, we're talking about like character defects. But that's not how you see yourself because at you just all. do the I'm next. I'm scared shitless right. half the time. I know. And so you do things with heart even when you're scared. And leave the results there to God. There you go. And that's, a, that's what courage is. And so, like, I think that, you know, we can talk about character defects, but let's talk about our attributes, too. You mm-hmm. know, like, we're Which, you know,
1: what which, which I think is so important. Absolutely. When you, especially when you're doing a four, oh, a step yeah. four, you know, where you're beating the shit out of yourself. You, right. I mean, it feels like you're oh. not doing that, but it yeah. feels like it. And it takes but, a lot but of But I have, yeah, I have <laughs> sponsors that like, okay, what's what's good about you? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Yeah, bullshit. What's, yeah. what's, what's good, good about, about you? you? What are yeah? What do you love about yourself? There is something yeah, and if you can find that little nugget, you can usually Mm -hmm. see the other things too. That you know, but um, yeah, but but courage. I just want I just want to have love and trust in Mm -hmm. the Father. Mm -hmm. You know, to to do with me as He will. And you know that was that was one of the things. That's that's the beginning of this year. That's you know I say that I prayed the most dangerous prayer there is. Mm -hmm. Use me.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, so I have a story, So, uh, and, it, it, and it really, it's, it's related to life and, and starting my own business and, um, you know, training teachers, and um, we were in the building, and Chuck was still there, mm-hmm. and Chuck Williams was a great mentor to Christine and Rick and, and to me, very spiritual man, <clears throat> and um, <laughs> my first day of training, I had three people I was training. I think I've told you this story, and I mean, like, I was so scared to do it by myself uh and 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 I was the only trainer at that time doing the entire two-year program by myself mm. I just want to say that that I know of um and so and, and people looked at me like are you kidding you know like you did that I'm yeah and so um we we go big mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I know right <laughs> we, we don't do anything half fast so so I get so I I'm in the and I am like girl I have a diarrhea so bad <laughs> And so like I, I go down, I'm like, let's all take a break. And so I go down to Chuck's office and I'm like, I need you to pray over me because I feel like I'm going to lose it. And he did. He prayed uh, over me and I just, I, it was like something in me just realigned. And I was able to go back and finish the day and the next day and the next day and the next, for two weeks. I do mm. two weeks straight, you know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like to me, that's courage. It's like, yeah, I'm still going to have fear. I was scared to death to come into AA again. Mm-hmm. I was scared to death because I, because I had no, I mean, like I, I felt humiliated. I felt like a failure mm-hmm. everywhere else. I was able to, you know, you know, keep the spinning plates going, right. but, but, but in that area is where I felt like I fell flat on my face. And, and, to crawl back into AA and admit, okay, I fucked this up, and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I know I can't do it without you. I can't you. even And I don't even this. know how you're going to yeah. help me, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, I don't even know if this is going to work for me. You mm-hmm. know, maybe it's not going to work for me, you know. But, like, just showing up, God, the courage that takes. And, mm-hmm. and we don't feel like that because we feel like failures. Right. So we don't understand that. But, you know, in the in crawling in, you know, on all fours when you are, you know, I mean – Uh, Just newly sober That takes a lot of guts Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of guts Mm -hmm. So
1: It sure don't feel like it At the time No it doesn't It's desperation But looking back You're just like How did I do that Yeah How did How did I How did I get in that chair and stay?
0: Yeah. And then you go, and then, and then the more, so this is the hope, the more sober you are and the better your life gets, you look back and how did I, how did it, why did it take me so long to get here? Oh man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. but we do everything before that. We (laughs) keep the self-help business in business. Oh yeah, we do. I mean, if, yeah, if. uh, Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try acupuncture. Let's see how we are on time. We're good. We got about 15 minutes. Okay. Your turn. No, go ahead. I don't know. I didn't draw that great. I that last one was good. Oh, like faith. Okay,
0: faith. Oh, I can do that. that. Oh, that's yeah. a good fluffy. That's t- a no, good one. That's a, that's a hard one.
1: That's a good one. Faith. Uh,
0: faith. Uh, that that requires works. It says that. Faith without works is dead. Right? Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead. So really, it's uh, faith for me is an action. It's making a conscious decision every day to go to my higher power and to sit with Him and just, like you said, receive Him, receive Him, and pray that, uh, pray that my that I'm forgiven. You know, every day I, when I screw up, I still need to go back to Him and say, you know what, I messed that up. Hmm. I was rude to so and so. Now I need to go back and clean it up. I need, you know, I'm asking you for forgiveness and um spending time in prayer um and worship you know i don't know why that i did that worship but that's a big part of um my obedience to my higher power Mm -hmm. um i know how to worship i know how to worship i know how to worship alcohol i know how to worship people
1: Well, isn't worshiping just giving it your attention, giving it your well, and and the high
0: for me, it's the highest position. It's the highest praise. It's the one you know. For me, my higher power deserves that. Mm -hmm. You know, like because everything. I mean, you know, I I was reading something this morning about obedience. We recognize some, and I'm going to mess that up. And we recognize God's uh, miracles and His presence. When we are obedient to him and you know i just i need to continually remind myself christine that i'm not i'm not god mm. that he is and then i can't you know if i choose to worship myself i'm in trouble i am in trouble you know but if i if i worship him and i praise him and i give him the glory then it comes back to me and countless others you know think about your work here and your work at OSS and, you know, all the work that you've done, it's like, it's, you know, all these people have received grace and mercy, you know, they're getting the benefit of, you know, your praise and worship and faith. Um,
1: That's how I see it. But faith to me, faith to me, and I hope this makes sense, is, is releasing the results Mm -hmm. to whatever they're going to be. So is it different from trust then?
0: Is faith different from trust?
1: Um, so I've, I've, and I've said this on the show, uh, um, faith, faith is being at a circus and there's a tight, a high tightrope thing. And there's a guy that shows up and he's, he's about to come out and he's got a wheelbarrow. Oh yeah. And you're like, I have faith. He's going to make it across there because they wouldn't let him up there if he couldn't. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. And I have faith. He's going to make it trust (laughs) i go up and i get in the wheelbarrow yeah yep yep i think i think you i think you're required to have both Mm -hmm. to receive what all god is is willing to give you Mm -hmm. and has in store for you my nightmare is to get to heaven and go and god go if you'd only trusted me this could have been your life Mm -hmm. you know um I had, I had faith that, and I trusted that if I did this podcast, one person would be helped. Mm-hmm. Anything past that is gravy as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's his, his, he gets the glory, whether it works or whether it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with Operation Silver Santa, same thing with, I try everything that I, that I, that I try, that I do. I try to have faith and trust in, and leave, I plant the seed, I just want to plant the seed, and if God doesn't do something with the seed, now, I am literally the person, I think I told you, I told off on myself a couple of years ago when I did this, because we went to South Carolina one time, and Mary, Mary, Chuck's wife, you just spoke about Chuck, Mary's Mary, when they had gone to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. had picked up seeds, and there's a tree there at our office building that she I had planted that. this yeah. the, and there that seed is is now a tree from Jerusalem so i oh, I no. want to be Mary, which yeah. they've both passed God rest their souls yeah. um since but I want to be Mary, so when we went to South Carolina, I picked up a seed <laughs> and I brought it back and I planted it in a pot uh-huh and two weeks went by, uh-huh. And there wasn't nothing poking through that nothing. dirt. Yeah. Would you like to guess what I did? <laughs> I no idea. I dug it up to see if it was if growing. it was
0: germinating.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm right. the digger-upper. Yeah, right. And God's like, really? <laughs> really?
0: Like, you're going to help this. That also. was a
1: lack of trust. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not a digger-upper anymore. I'm gonna plant the seed and I'm not gonna come back to say did you learn that lesson did you you know how did that make you feel I'm mm. not I, I can't be that person no. we plant, we plant the seed and we leave the results to God then, no matter what it is no matter no matter what it is when I get in the car right. at four o'clock today and head to Fort Worth I'm gonna plant the seed that God's gonna get me there safely and get me home safely I'm gonna leave the results to him
0: well and I you know uh, faith has always A lot of times been in retrospect you know so like my husband tells me this he's like go back and think about all the times that he took care of us Mm. let's go back and look at that you know and and he has his own personal story with that with our son and just you know that to me faith requires an examination Mm -hmm. of where God has been in my life performing miracles that I didn't even know were miracles at the time but now in retrospect Like, being able to look back and go, wow, he was there? That
1: reminds me. He was me. here? That reminds me okay, of a, yeah. story me Bob, a story that Bob Deets, Daryl talks about in this deal. He talks about, um, and, and, and I'll, I know I'll screw it up, but he talks about the back in the day, uh, in, in London area, there were lamplighters, and oh, the yeah. person would go around and light the lamps mm-hmm. in the evening to light the streets and stuff like that. He said, so you never knew where that person was, but if you were to go up high, mm-hmm. right. And look down, you can see where they yeah. had been. Wow. I, yeah. I, that's I know chills, a gives great it chilly, didn't it? story. I know. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so, sure. so that's like in my life, like I don't know where God is right this second. I know he's in the now. Let me rephrase that. I know he's in the now, but I can look back in my life mm-hmm. and I can see where all the lamps were lit. Absolutely. You know. And, the fact that and he- I forget. I forget, I forget that yeah. he does that. Yeah. Right. Because then I'll be worried about something. It's like, did you forget <laughs> that I'm going to light that lamp? Yeah. Are you serious? Well, like, this is what I do. And the, and the
0: fact that we're here
1: alive and sober. Oh and we're not gosh. dead. We're and not actually prison. being of benefit to anything yeah, or and, anyone. Yeah, and we're
0: helping people. You know, like, th- that's gravy, you know? That's, like that's just weird. Yeah. and But the fact that we're alive and here. See, and there was a time when that was being alive was a curse right Mm
1: -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. that
0: you know that darkness that we're all under that oppression that under the disease of alcoholism the weight of it it's like I didn't want to be here you know like the best blessing would for me to for him to take me
1: out Mm -hmm. you know
0: like Mm -hmm. and now I think god thank god I didn't get what I wanted back then right you know and so look where look where I am today and what a blessing that is you know and hope that I can share my faith with somebody to to help them. Well and see share my where, and see
1: where all of those all of those dark days and stuff added up to where we can be of oh, service absolutely. to other
0: people. And the and the fir- and it is true the further down you go, the more helpful you can be. There's there's you know, you can help people in ways that I can't. I can help people in ways that you can't, mm-hmm. you know, but like we all have our own story of recovery with that, you know, and it doesn't matter how far, how severe, or how you know how, how, how bad, far down the yeah. scale we have gone, That's right. we will see how, how our experience can, can be benefit others to, yeah. to other people. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Let's do one more. Okay, go for okay. it. It's oh, <laughs> a good one. Come, come on, on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh what? <laughs> arrogance. Oh shit. <laughs> We're gonna end on that, maybe maybe we've been <laughs> arrogant today. I don't know. Um, you know, is that same? Is arrogance the same thing as ego? arrogance you know i can um, i have to check myself constantly because i can be arrogant i'm going
0: my poop don't
1: stink you that's talk about a- arrogance i'm going to google the i'm going to google the <laughs> definition you know i'm a literal person <laughs> i know let's google that uh, i'm getting my it phone it it just
0: to me arrogance means that my poop don't stink you know it's like it, that that's what it means to me
1: uh, the quality of being arrogant, the arrogance of this man is astounding. The quality, of, okay. So, what does arrogant? arrogant mean? Having or revealing an ex- exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. Ew, that's yeah. icky. Yeah,
0: well, okay. So, am I the one? To, am I? It's my turn. Go ahead. Your turn. Okay, so I was just thinking about, um, in terms of recovery, you know, um. Well, when I was drinking, I wanted to be, you know, the queen of whatever it was. You know, queen of Dr. Pepper 7-Up, queen of, you know, dyslexia. I just wanted to be the queen. I wanted to be the one, you know. And I think it was in recovery where I – well, I didn't want to be the queen of alcohol. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, but I I mean, yeah, it became king. Um, But in recovery, I remember uh, in relation to – to just sharing my story with others and working through the steps with people. The biggest, the biggest uh, story I have of my own arrogance that I, that I recall at the moment is when I was working with somebody at a halfway house and it was the old Freeman center. (coughs) Mm -hmm. I was working with a girl. I used to take meetings there. Like I would just go and show up and hold a meeting, you know, big book study or whatever. And, um, And there was a, there was a girl, there were plenty of people there who wanted to go through the steps, plenty of women. So I took one of the ones I remember, uh, you know, by the neck and come on, let's do this. And so I'm like doing her step one, two, and three, and she didn't have a spiritual experience that I knew uh, that I could see a visible spiritual experience like I did. Mm. And I left there feeling so down. (laughs) And so I. So I called it's like what I do wrong. Well, yeah, right? I called, I called, I called our sponsor and I said, She didn't have a spiritual experience. And she said, Jennifer, you may not be there when she has one.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's what, like, but that's what I signed up for. But, but
0: in all honesty, like my arrogance, like like I'm she's gonna have it in front of me. And then, oh, but no,
1: but, but follow that through. (laughs) And then thank me. Yeah. And
0: thank me. (laughs) And like, I will change her life (laughs) forever, you know, and, and, and like playing God, I mean, it's really playing God. And so like, it was, I didn't trust the process that it was the steps that were going to help lead to her, to her, her higher power. Not you. I thought it was coming from me because Millie, I mean, you know, she's, she was very impactful. Like Mm -hmm. God. God provided her with the right words, the thoughts, and the actions mm-hmm. when I needed it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, I wanted to be that for somebody else, you know. And the arrogance of that, I marvel at my arrogance, you know. But, uh, but I can laugh at it today. You know, I'm like, isn't that ridiculous, you know. like, it's cute.
1: <laughs> See, and I had the reverse. Uh, I refused to sponsor, too, yeah. the first um, crap, the first eight and a half, nine years of my sobriety. I did not sponsor a single person. Yeah, I didn't want to screw them up. Right, I like did not want to screw them up. I, well, but I d- I didn't know that. Yeah. And wouldn't you know, the first two people that asked me to sponsor them, um, it was very very short lived. And so I told I told our sponsor, that, uh, no, I'm done with that. And she didn't make me. <sighs> she she a, yeah. was like, okay, but you can't make anybody drink no. or make anybody get sober. So, but I didn't understand that. Yeah, and I didn't understand how. It was it was for my benefit too to yeah. you know so it 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 took me a while yeah. it took me a while but that's that's also a form of arrogance though thinking that I had the power to screw yeah. someone
0: up right right in, in pride in reverse and then um, you know but like I th- don't you think you're a different sponsor now oh like, heavens well, yeah and so like I used to like tell 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 like do this do that go to this go right. to that do 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 mm-hmm. and what Drill I re- Sergeant. yeah and it's mm-hmm. like I. The funniest part about that is my sponsor wasn't like that with me at, at all. all. <laughs> it's like you know, so she—I can't even blame her for that. At you know, all. my sponsor. No, she didn't. She didn't do any of that. Uh-uh. She she really sponsored me with a lot of love and mm-hmm. and acceptance and empathy because she could relate mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. and
1: um, and meeting re- you where you are, not telling you where right you need where to I be. need to be
0: or judging me. You yeah. know, I mean, she really just. So I try you know, with, uh, as much as I can to, you know, drop all that, Mm -hmm. you know, and to just really like, this is how I did it. So I'm going to show you how I did it. And I want, you know, come along with me, come along with me and I'll, I'll be right here. Mm -hmm. And we're going to invite God into every meeting that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and that's really important for me. It's like when, when I'm doing work with somebody, I've got to have his presence because without him, I mean, it's just the mechanics of, Mm -hmm. you know, so, and I don't know what God's going to tell them. I don't know what God, how God's going to communicate them. I don't know what words they need to hear. You know, but that's on Him, not me. Right. You know, all I can do is just show them in the simple way that's outlined mm-hmm. what I did, mm-hmm. and 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 hope that they they get a lot from that. But yeah, I just I, well, love, yeah, I actually I think arrogance is funny. All
1: you can do is <laughs> plant this again, plant yeah. the seed, and leave the results to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, arrogance and ego. I mean you know exaggerated opinion of yourself and then taking credit where right. where it's just like I and I can't imagine you know I'm I'm that juvenile thinker you know I have to, I just imagine god just in the cross in his arms going are you serious you're taking but you're oh the, oh did you do that is yeah. that what you did you know which I know I know, I know. Well, what is it uh, I heard someone say the other day you know uh, god created us and then we return the favor to him, you know, yeah. created us in his image, and then we return the favor, you know, thinking mm-hmm. he's a petty, judgmental, you know, snickety.
0: And I think as, as his kids, <coughs> and I know we got to wrap it up, but I think as his kid, you know, and what's emphasized in in our program is that we share. We don't tell. We share. Right. And, and when we share, it's from the heart. Mm-hmm. It's from our own experience. So nothing I've said today is is an expert opinion, except on my own alcoholism, on my own experience, my right. own strength and my own recovery. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I can speak to. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully well, helped you. I love you. And this
1: is fun. I won't put these back in there. until okay, sh- there's it's a big, lot more topics. Let's burn the hatred. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to save oh, these and replenish God. them cuz our See? answers I'm sure will be different oh, next time. So, I don't like that. anyway, thank you for all coming right. on here with me. me. Thank you for listening to the purpose-driven sobriety podcast. Keep coming back. Thanks for listening to Purpose Driven Sobriety. Keep coming back.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Network
1: production.